Now, I'm excited this morning to introduce a couple. In fact, I'm going to get them both up uh, right now if I could. Uh, Jude and Aileen, can you give them a, a warm welcome as they come? Now, these guys, as, I, as I've said already, are the senior ministers of C3 Melrose Park. Now, I know they're, they're an unassuming young couple. But let me tell you, these guys have led their church through some turbulent and troubled times. They have led them through exciting times. They have led them through some really hard times. But the great thing about these guys is they have victory written all over them. It, it doesn't actually matter what they've struggled through. They've actually relied on God. They've come out on top. And they are leading an absolutely fabulous church. So Thanks, Chris. It's, it's awesome, an honour for us to have them. Um, and we're excited to have them. I just want to present you with a, a, a little token. If we, you, yeah, you probably give that to Aileen. Yeah. Take that away with this. Uh, She's going to get it anyway, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I want you guys to prepare yourselves for an absolutely fabulous word of God. So take it away, Jude. Thanks Aileen and I will. I'm going to preach from down here if that's okay. Is that all right? Can I go down from here? Fantastic. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I am going to shake you up a bit this morning uh, because I believe God has asked me to do that. Um, if you're visiting here today, this is not normal, um, although it's normal for me, but it's not normal for here. Let me just get rid of this thing. So what I'm going to ask you to do is this, and it is, it's probably going to uh, make you, some of you a bit uncomfortable, but I'm, I'm going to ask you in a minute to get up and move, change seats. So I don't mind if you change across the church. But you've got to move, which means, husbands, you can no longer sit next to your wives. Okay? Boyfriends, you can no longer sit next to your girlfriends. Those that you are interested in that you're sitting next to, you can no longer sit next to either. Okay? Just, just, okay, let's go. Just change seats, please. Come on. And uh, if I could just get the scripture up, guys. Thanks. Awesome. Could I, uh, can, I, can I get that moved? Um, and I'll just put that there, just put it right over there. The tar, thanks. It's great, fantastic. Now, the thing that this does is that immediately people start to talk because you're now sitting next to someone you haven't said hello to today, or now you've, you're actually sitting next to somebody who, who might haven't, it mightn't have the same. Uh, Mightn't have the same BO of the person that you were sitting next to before because you've gotten used to that BO, but now they've got a different BO and now you actually can tell that. So uh, I hope you're feeling a bit uncomfortable. If you've got your, got your Bible, let's go to Luke chapter 5, verses 1 to 7. So it was as the multitude pressed about him, that's Jesus, to hear the word of God, that he stood by the lake of Gennesaret and saw two standing by the lake, but the fishermen had gone from them and were washing their nets. And then he got in one of the boats, which was Simon's, <laughs> and asked him to put a little out from the land. And he sat down and taught the multitudes from the boat. When he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, launch out into the deep. Everybody say, launch out. Launch out. Ooh, nice strong words there. I love that. Let down your nets for a catch. So Simon answered and said to him, Master, we have toiled all night. We've worked really hard, God. Don't you understand what we've done? Hey, God, come on. Didn't you see 2016? Really? Come on. That was hard, God. Can't you make it easy this year? Come on, please. Hey, hey, hey. It's me, remember? <laughs> I tithe. Come on. 
We've told or not and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish and their net was breaking. And so they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled their boats. Okay, first things first. I need you to swap seats again. Sorry. Can you do that? Sorry. Can we just swap seats again? Thank you. If we can just do it quickly and quietly, that'd be great. Uh, I know I'm messing you up a little bit here, um, but I'm doing it deliberately. There is something planned in all this. Um, I'm not just being facetious for the sake of being facetious. Um, well, I probably am because that's just me. Um, and now we've got this quagmire. We've got this traffic jam. It's, it's a bit like Pitt Street in Sydney and peak hour. See, this is good. This is really good. See, Nathan, this is what you've got to do, Nathan. You, you like doing this, don't you? Yeah, this, this, I can see this creative. It's going inside of you right there. I can see that. Now, I'm not sure what 2016 was like for you. Pastor Chris and Vicky, they just blessed us. And you guys, thank you so much for that. Um, and Pastor Chris and Vicky know our story and that the previous years before that, it was a pretty interesting sort of journey. And thank you to, I've forgotten, I don't even know your name again, what's your name? Lucy. You know, um, I was going to title my message Naked and Loving It, but my daughter stole that title for the youth camp and so I just came up with Look Out, Look Out. I thought that was almost as good. What do you reckon? Just on Although who likes Naked and I'm Loving It? I reckon that's a great title. When she showed me that, I went, oh, man, I want to steal that. That's a great title. Anyway, sorry, let's get back on track, Jude. Everybody say, get back on track. So I don't know what 2016 was like, but one thing I know is that God gives us a fresh canvas every year to start again. A new day to restore broken relationships. A new day to restore broken friendships or seek friendships. A new year to see differently. A new week to lift up your eyes and look again for what God is doing. Here in this story, Simon and his mates had been out fishing all night. Now, we can make jokes about their ability to fish. And recently I went fishing and I did all right. I caught a few fish, which was nice. Uh, but I've been on fishing trips where I've got a friend of mine and he's not a bad fisherman, and everybody else has caught something. You know, we're talking, you know, my son pulled in a meter snapper. You know, it's huge. Uh, and this guy's on the side of the boat going, <whistles> guy next to him, <whistles> this one, <whistles> and when they're finished, <whistles> fighting it again, and he's going, <whistles> it's a bit like, you know, close encounters. Anyway. Um, so Simon, they were skilled. They had tried, I can guarantee you, they would have tried multiple locations, multiple fishing baits, multiple types of net casting. They would have tried a lot of things. And I don't know what you did in 2016. You might have tried a lot of things. You might have tried calling that person who doesn't like you. You might have tried giving them a gift. You might have tried coming to church regularly. You might be here today, this is your last time. You might, you might have actually said this morning, okay, God, I'm going to go one more time. I'm just going to go one more time. I don't know what's happened, but I know somebody here is experiencing that. You've actually almost said those words. I'm just going to give it one more try. I'm just going to try again, just one more time. That's what God is saying to this church. 
just go again. Now, I, I, I was here two years ago. Is that right? Two, I'm just looking. looking sorry, I'm look, sorry. Look, sorry. 2015. And I can tell you, this church is doing something. This church is going somewhere. It's actually being something. But inside each of you, you've got to catch hold of that thing and couple onto the back of that momentum and say, I am going to link to that sucker and I am going to draw everything I can out of that for my life because that's the kingdom of God. That's what the church of God is meant to do for you. We are a body. Just because the hand's doing well doesn't mean the other hand's not doing well. It's supposed to be clapping and cheering and saying, amazing, fantastic, awesome. You can write a letter. How good are you? You're hopeless. You can't write. What do you think you're doing? Terrible. You can't pick up a pen. No, you're meant to champion what the church is doing. You're meant to get on fire. And look at Brendan and Kirsty, and they're, they're no longer youth. We are because we, you had two youth speakers here the last two weeks, and I was told that I was a youth speaker as well. So I thank you for that. God, that was an amazing vote of confidence. I don't know what 2016 was like, but God is saying to you this morning look out, believe again. Hope again. Bring someone to church again. Give again. Bring your tithe again. Get to church every week again. Serve again. Cause this church to be too small for what you're doing right now. Come on, this is your church, not mine. I'm part of this in some sort of kingdom philosophy thingy sitting above there in the stratospheres of the world. But this is your church. You believe in it. You fight for it. You stand for it. You build it. God is saying, look out for your best years are in front of you. Look out. See the possibility. The prophet Elisha. I'm pretty sure it's Elisha. You'll correct me in a minute anyway. Sends out to his servant Gehazi to go out and look at the cloud. Or was that Elijah? It was Elijah. Anyway, and he says, look out. And he says, all I can see is a cloud the size of a man's hand. And he says, good up your loins, start to run. Church, good up your loins, start to run. When I heard this week that you'd started to lease a building, I thought, gah, awesome. Something inside of me jumped. Something inside me went, yes. Because the kingdom of God suffers violence. Come on. But we take it by force. God says for us to get some. How do you say it in Italian? Casadas? Casadas. So get some. If you're going to get offended by this, I ask your forgiveness right now, please, in Jesus' name. Get some balls and start to push forward into it. Maybe you tried calling that friend and they didn't answer. Don't give up. Look them up again. Maybe you forgave that person, but they, they keep making the same mistake. Don't give up. Lift up your eyes. Look to the one who's forgiven you. Maybe you tried investing and it didn't turn out right. Maybe you tried buying a car and it was a bomb. Get some advice next time. Maybe you try buying a house, buying a second house, buying a new car, cooking classes, driving classes, 
dancing classes. Some of you need it. Anyway, but it didn't work out. Don't give up. Look out. Change is just around the corner. It comes in the form of a person. You see, what the problem is, is that we think is the form of a process. We think that change is in the form of a plan. We think form is in the change of a building. But no, form is always in the change of a person for a Christian. Because what occurred in that peop, those, those fishermen's world was that their world was exactly the same until somebody said, chuck your net out on the right side. They'd already done that. It wasn't the right side because it's the right side and everything else they were doing was the wrong side. It was just the right side because Jesus said to do it. Well, you don't need me in your world. You don't need Pastor Chris in your world. You need Jesus Christ touching your world and changing your world, getting you out of that place of darkness, out of that place of depression, out of that place of, of discouragement, out of that place of, of, of un, uh, disenchantment. I'll get the right word there in a minute. Into a place of freedom, life, hope, joy. I feel like God told me this morning to stir you up a little bit, to poke you. So get your finger. Make it, no, no, really nice and strong because I can't poke you. That's against the law. I could, but you'd probably sue me. So I want you to do this. Put it in your chest. Come on, come on. Everybody get your finger out. Put it in your chest and go like this. I, I am, am a, a child, child of, of God. God. He, he loves me. me. See, when you do that forcefully, you start to smile. <laughs> Because it's actually hurting, but yeah. <laughs> and you'll go home and go, that pastor bruised me today. I need ministry. Oh, Jesus. No, you don't. You need God to say, get in your case and start to stir the fire that's on the inside of you. Stir the encouragement and the faith that's on the inside of you. I would love to see this place absolutely jam-packed where everything that's at the back there, everything is gone. And filled with chairs. And then you've got to put another row here. Actually, you probably need to put another two rows, Chris Vicky, because if you don't, you, you probably need to remove that front piece of stage and somehow punch that wall out miraculously, whatever. Maybe just somehow buy the building and knock the walls out. But you've got to actually see differently. You've got to look out beyond what you are. Too many people get caught up with what's just in their hand. Too many people get caught up with what they have just been doing that's failed or even succeeded. You might think that that's enough. Oh, we've got that building. That's enough. We're, we're happy now. We're, we're content. No, God says never get content. Enlarge the place of your tent. Now, interesting, that says to the youth, it says, let them Enlarge the place of your tent. One of the things that Pastor Alan and I have done, and we can see happening here in this church, is that we made the decision four years ago that we were going to invest in the millennial generation. That was the decision we made. Now, there's actually half of those people up there on stage, wherever Brendan and Christy are. I don't know where I can see Christy. Where's Brendan? Down there, thank you. They're actually Gen Zs. They're different again. They're actually going to be even, the statistics are, is that they're going to be harder workers. They're very much going to be like builders, really good savers. Amazing savers. Gen Zs are going to be one of the best givers in churches you've seen in years. And that's, that, that's those, the, the generation that's only just going into the workforce. They're, they're, they're just hitting 18, 19. That's, that, that's Gen Zs. From 19 through to about 30, 35 is the Gen Ys. 
you need to pray for him. He's got to have some healing. It's, I think there's a demon called a lying spirit that might need to be cast. Anyway, uh, in walks Jesus and he says, throw the net, go again. Make that phone call again. Throw the net. Save again, invest. Throw the net. Love again. Throw the net. Believe again. Throw the net. Ask your boss for a raise. Throw the net. You just never know what God will do for you in 2017. Throw the tithe in again. Wow. For some of you, that's actually quite amazing. Oh, it's a tithe. That's the Old Testament, Pastor Jew. That's a- well, what a load of codswallop. Is it in the Bible? It's in the Bible. Hallelujah. Jesus even talked about the tithe. The tithe is not yours. It belongs to God. You want the rest of it blessed? Get the tithe in and let God deal with the rest of it. I can say that that strongly because I'm not the pastor here. But (laughs) When Jesus walks in, everything changes. Let this year be a year when you go, I'm going to believe. You will be faced with fear. You will be faced with frustration. You might even try two or three things and swap seats 10 different times in church. Whatever it is, you will be faced with something. The question is not whether you will be faced with something. The question is is how you will face it. So the truth of the matter is, do you face it with Jesus Christ? Say, I'm going to lift up and I'm going to look out at the possibility. God isn't finished. 2017 is meant to be a year when your faith gets, goes to another level, when it stretches to another dimension, when it shifts into another stratosphere, when it takes on another atmosphere. God wants to change the way you are thinking about your life. Then instead of just viewing church as a Sunday morning thing, you view church as a community that lives 24-7. The fact is you just meet once a week to get together, but the community is in operation 24-7 and that you get on the phone, you get on your WhatsApp, you get into your your Pinterest and your Instagram and your Facebook and your um, Snapchat. You probably Snapchat. Oh no, you would definitely snap. You you so Snapchat. You so Snapchat. You're not as much a Snapchatter. You're more of an Insta. Anyway, um, you can tell by the generation, the younger they are, the younger they are, the more that they Snapchat, the older they are, the more that they Instagram. <laughs> I'm stirring now. Get, what, get in, and get on that thing and start promoting the church. Like the church posts. Like people's posts from church about church. Like them on Instagram. Like them on Facebook. There's such a thing called a reach. Sometimes I think we as a church are measuring the wrong thing. We measure how many bums we have on seats on a Sunday morning as an element of success. And that's not a bad thing, but really we should be measuring how many people are we preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ to. God didn't tell us to get them saved. He said, go and preach. 
Go and make. Go and do something. In other words, go and do something. Preach the gospel. Can you imagine the impact on this? You've got about 80, 90, 100 people here, something like that here this morning. Can you imagine if you said, that, oh, you know, we, uh, we just got a church of, you know, 80, 100 people. It's, it's really good. But you imagine the reach in any given year of how many different people are visiting here and how many different people visit a connect group and hear the gospel. I can guarantee you that's probably closer to 500 people. Now that means this church has an influence of 500 people in this coming year and you may have the possibility of bringing one of those more into Christ. Look out. Look differently at your situation. See it differently. Begin to view it in the way that the world views it. Don't think, oh no, but that's not the way the world's done it all my life. I'm going to do it. No, get over yourself. The world's changed. It's shifted. We need to shift with it and begin to see ourselves differently. Don't see yourself just as a church this size. See yourself with a reach of 500 people for Jesus Christ in 2017. 500 people preach the gospel from this church. 500 people hear the gospel. I can guarantee you, if you probably thought about it, it's probably a lot more than that. But that's a reach of this church into this community. If you can grab hold of that concept, You'll grab hold of what Simon did. He says, nevertheless, at your word. See, God is not wanting you to just do everything. He wants you to believe him. Without faith is impossible to believe God. It wasn't the doing. It was the belief laced in the statement, nevertheless, at your word. The belief comes first, I will. The action comes second. What do you believe about your impact in your workplace? What do you believe about your impact in your schools? What do you believe about your impact in your neighborhood? What do you believe about your impact in your suburb? What do you believe about your impact in the city? That's where your eyes need to be looking towards and seeing the actual effect of what you do here in this place, not just in this suburb, but in this city. See differently. Look out. God is about to move on you. I wonder if we can just all close our eyes. I don't know where you are with Christ. I'm visiting this church here this morning. What I do know is this, is that God got you here for a reason. And so this morning, I am going to ask you to do something really, really bold. If you've never done it before or you've done it before and you feel you need to do it again, two different sorts of people. You've either never done it before or you feel you need to do it again. And that is reconnect with the Jesus that's here. Where two or three are gathered, there am I in the midst. You have an opportunity this morning to reconnect with Jesus Christ. And so I'm going to ask you to do that. It's a really bold thing, but in a minute, not now, in a minute I'm going to ask you to raise your hand while everybody's got their eyes closed. Because it's actually between you and God saying, God, I want to reconnect with you as Lord and Savior over my life. Now you may have done it, you may not have. sense inside my spirit is it's in your mind right now 
So if that's you this morning, you say, Pastor, I want to reconnect with the purposes of God for my life in 2017. I want to connect with Jesus for the first time in 2017. I want to change my life and become more committed to God in 2017. If that's you, just raise your hand straight up. Thank you. Thank you. Put them straight back down. Somebody else? Just got this sense there's just one more. It's just somebody else. Heart's thumping right now. God is on the move. Somebody else. Oh, presence of God just came in. I don't know who you are, but I just know God's working on you right now. While we've got our eyes closed, I want us all to pray this prayer. If you've raised your hand, I want you to make sure you catch up with somebody that you know in this church and tell them you've done that today. The leadership would love to talk with you and pray with you. I want, to, I, want to, I want to do it right now. I want to ask you to all say this prayer. Father in heaven, I thank you you love me and that your plans for my life are perfect. And today, I accept them for 2017. I ask that you would come, change whatever needs to be changed, fix whatever needs to be fixed. In Jesus' name, amen. Just open your eyes for a moment. It's a real beautiful sense of God's spirit here right now, and I know that I've got eight and a half minutes by the looks of it. So I can't even see the timer. Up there, up. I've gone over by four minutes and 13 seconds. It's sad, it's sad, it's sad, that's what it says. It's, 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 oh, well, you, you better stand up then, Ben, you? Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 face me. Awesome, fantastic. Mitchell, isn't it? I see a man of strength inside of you. You don't need to thank me, you need to thank God. Because there's a rod that runs down inside of you. There have been many times where that rod has taken a huge beating. Just a big wave hitting from one side. And a force someone in your family doing something really nasty to you. But I want to tell you, God has put a place of strength inside you. Do you have a girlfriend or a wife? or She's in church, Jessica. Did I meet her? Have I met her? No, 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 that's right. No, Jessica, Jessica, is that your daughter? Oh, fantastic. Awesome. Yeah, could you go get her? Because I was going to pray for her earlier. That's fantastic. I don't know how, whether that's going to work out. Okay, because I'm not there. You're not engaged, are you? Oh, good. <laughs> if I'm saying that and they're already engaged, I'm in trouble. I'm in big trouble. But I see great potential and possibility in you. And I feel like God's saying, get into his word. You need to delve in and dig 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 in. I don't know whether you've got time to do C3 college, but that's the sort of thing you need to be doing online. Chris, that's what he needs to do. He needs to do something like that because you've got to find something that will actually bring you to a place of maturity. It's not that you're immature, but it's maturity in God's word because there is something on you and it's definitely a call of God. There is definite call of God, but it's going to be a journey. It's not going to be easy because the strength of what you've experienced in your life so far of being knocked around has actually got you to this point where God can now say, I know that I can put the weight of my word on you because you will, it will not bust you. 
it'll actually strengthen you even more. And so what God wants to do is actually take you on that journey of you studying more. So just lift your hands right now. Fantastic. I'll pray for you in a minute. So, uh, Father, in Jesus' name. You just put your hands out like that for me. That's it. Fantastic. There it is. There it is. The river. Let the river come. Let the river come. Let the river come. The river come. Jesus' name. Earlier in the service, I bumped into you outside there. I, I, I didn't know who you were. I sort of remembered you a little bit younger than what you are now. Um, and then you told me you were Barry and Michelle's <laughs> um, <laughs> daughter. Um, you've grown up in the house of God. And you've grown up with a love for the house of God. Oh, you very unique love for the house of God. You've had to pay a major price at times for that love. Friends that you wanted here moved on. Friends that you thought were here for you, with you, didn't stay. Yet you held the line, held the journey, and God says he sees it. He says, well done. Well done. This is your year of reward. I see great joy, great hope, infusing into your world. Infusing into your world from all sorts of angles. Things you believe for and hope for. See a friend coming to Christ that you've been praying for for years. And just see your journey being turned so much more in an upward trend than it is now already. Just put your hands out. Father, right now, let the river of God just come upon her, Father, in Jesus' name. There it is. There it goes. There it is. Now. There's a prophetic edge to your life. You see and feel things. God wants you to be trained in that. In Jesus' name. Do you play a musical instrument or sing? Yeah, you need to sing. The, the person I see in my head is Curry Job. Now, I don't mean you're going to be a Curry Job, but you've got the same heart. God says, just use your heart. It's really cool. Awesome, fantastic. Young man with glasses. Yeah, can you come out? Are you okay with this church? Okay, fantastic. You can go back to kids now. Yeah, it's fantastic. Just put your hands straight up in the air. Close your eyes. The future awaits you. The future awaits you. I see within you an invention that will change the world. I see within you something that's going to dramatically shift people's lives. I don't know what it is, but I see this ability to see and create that sits inside you that is yet untapped. It is yet unfulfilled. It's like a well of oil that we know sits in the ground. The, the, the geologists and seismologists and all of those guys know it's there, but no one's dared to put a 
a well down to it and, and cap it and actually pull that oil out. I'm going to tell you right now, there are things inside of you that are yet untapped. There are inventions, there is hope, there is faith that's inside of you for someone else. I see you creativity looking at things and going, wow, I can do this and that and this and that and this and that and this and that. And God says, just create. Just create. There's a creative edge inside of you that God wants to release for the sake of this church and for the sake of, of, of millions of people. It's a huge invention. I don't know what it is, but I can tell you right now, I know that it's going to impact and it's going to bring you great wealth, but you're going to be able to pour that into the kingdom of God and see missionaries go overseas and see churches planted and churches' mortgages paid off. And, and just, um, just This is simply phenomenal. The, love, the future awaits you. It is huge. It is so huge. And God wants you to know that picture is so huge, but you to keep humble before him. Don't stop attending church. Keep getting to church every week. Keep getting to church every week. Keep getting to church every week. Keep raising your cans, hands every week. When you get a job, if you've already got one, tithe every week. Give to the building fund every week. Begin to make it as part of your world now so that when that happens, it's automatically part of your world. Father, right now in Jesus' name. Now in Jesus' name. That's a big word. It's a really, really big word. It's a really, really big word. Um, Carmen. Awesome. Fantastic. You might think what I'm doing when I'm, I'm scouring is I'm actually just looking for where the light, I just look for it's like the light just comes on over people and even just it's, then as I looked up, the light came over somebody. So can I get the guy down the back with the stripy shirt that tried to tell me how to do my microphone earlier? No, no. <laughs> come out. So the light just came over you. Fantastic. Awesome. It's your day. It is. There are so many beliefs inside of you. So many hopes and you're seeing some of them start to come to pass here right now. But get ready because this year is a year of change. And it's big change. But it's good change. It's great change. And, and I, I just see this sense of, of, of stepping into something that you've been dreaming and hoping for. And as you sit down with Chris and Vicky and the church and work that through, there's going to be amazing, amazing, amazing blessing for you and for this place and for its future. I, I just see something inside of you that is crying out and has been crying out for this thing for a number of years. You've known it was there. And it's like God, God has taken you through a journey and it's like every, every now and then you've come to oasises that has been able to refresh you and, and, and build you up and strengthen you and then you had to go through a desert again. And then you've come to another oasis and it's refreshed you and strengthened you and then you've gone through another desert and then you've had to come to another oasis and this was a bitter spring. The spring wasn't something you wanted to take. It wasn't something you wanted to have. There were times when, 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 when finance uh, was a struggle and it's not that it's not now but things just seemed, nothing seemed to get into place and God says because that's been you wandering through the desert, it's not, been a, a, not my plan, it's been my plan for your life but now now I'm going to take you across your Jordan into your promised land this year, says the Lord. For I will break open upon you on the right and the left hand side opportunity, opportunity and opportunity for you to be blessed and for you to be a blessing to others and to your family. Father, right now, Jesus' name. Just lift your hands. Father, right now in Jesus' name. I love your faithfulness. 
I love your faithfulness. I love your faithfulness. I love your faithfulness. God says you're to be a Timothy. Timothy was was somebody that Paul took under his wing or that the leadership took under their wing at that time because it was Paul and Silas. It wasn't just Paul. It was the whole leadership team took Timothy under their wing and decided that they were going to honour the faithfulness that was over this young man and that God is going to require of you something a lot bigger than what you think you're able to give. Oh, this is not about circumcision. Just let me just know that. <laughs> just in case you didn't know, Paul had to circumcise Timothy. It was a bit of a hard time. I'm not asking you for this, Chris. Brendan, no, no. <laughs> Lovely day today. Thank you, Jesus. Stay on track. Uh, but God is going to require of you something that's much bigger because he, because he wants to build the faith in you that's big enough to take on the Goliath that sits over your family. There is a Goliath that sits over your family that has sat over your family for three generations. And God says it's now time for that Goliath to come down. It's now time for that Goliath who's been prouding around and speaking out negative words and saying things about you and your family. And I'm going to tell you right now, that Goliath is coming down in Jesus' name. And you are going to be the Goliath slayer. You're going to be the one that says, God, I'm going to speak the word of the Lord. I don't come to you in my own power. I don't come to you in my own strength. I come to you in the strength and in the name of the Lord thou God and in you and you alone oh God I will trust and that thing that demonic generational thing will be broken in Jesus name that mask will come off in Jesus name those ears will be unplugged in Jesus name those minds will no longer be crazy in Jesus name I don't know what that one's about but father right now in Jesus name release that upon him release that upon him release that upon him in Jesus name oh yeah, that's a good one. It's awesome. Long, long lady there, yeah. Yeah, 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 no, no, yeah, that's the one. Can I, are you, okay, are you okay with coming down the front? If you're not, I just asked you something, I'm in trouble. It's all right, I won't hit you in the chest like Eddie did my thumbs. That was, I had to do something inside of him, spiritually. Would you mind if I just held your hand gently? Is that all right? Actually, I need to do this. Can I hold this hand? Can we just go for a walk? This is what God has been doing with you. He's been walking with you all the days of your life. Even when you felt like he wasn't there, he's been here. He has never left you. He's never forsaken you. He's always held your hand. Even when you haven't felt like he's hand, holding your hand, he's holding your hand. Even when you've gone through that stuff of the, what those people said about you, he's holding your hands. Even when people were bullying you, he's holding your hands. Even when people were ridiculing you and rejecting you and saying you were no use, you're useless. I can even, even hear, hear the words ugly written over you because somebody has said that about you. I'm going to tell you, God says you're beautiful. God says you're amazing. God says you created the way you are. I remember something Phil Pringle once said to me, or said to a lot of people, he says, God didn't have one of you. So he made one of you. Now he's happy. He's got one of you. And you're a really special child. You're a really special child of God. I don't know, how old are you? 27. Okay, are you married? You are. Is he here? Is he a Christian? But he doesn't come to church. He's in New Zealand. What's he doing there working? 
Uh-huh. Vicky, I need you out here for a second. Just stand with them. Great fear rattles your heart, Rehim. Great fear. And the journey ahead is not as rosy as it seems. That doesn't mean there's going to be a breakup or anything like that. It just, it's going to get pretty difficult and messy. And you need to make sure you hang around people that love you and support you and care for you. But God knows that you're going to come through the other side. See, what the whole thing about walking up and down was that God knew. He already knew the journey that you were going to go on. He knows that journey. And what he was really saying for you is, I'm going to be with you regardless. You are not, I'm never going to leave you or forsake you. I'm going to be for, I'm for you, not against you. I'm with you, not, not leaving you alone. I haven't rejected you. I haven't abandoned you. I haven't forsaken you. I have walked with you. I will continue to walk with you. And even through the storms of life that you may face or have faced, I have always been there and will always be there. And that God is your rock and your salvation and your hope. He's like an anchor that is hoped behind the veil and I would strongly encourage you to get into some worship put some worship music on what's some of the Jesus culture and Bethel music whack that on in your home put the YouTube up don't look at the funny videos of goats or whatever look get the YouTube thing of of Bethel and whack that thing on and just let it wash over your spirit when you finish that get the C3 stuff on and let that wash over you just let it just continually just wash over your spirit because that's what's going to strengthen you just lift your hands, close your eyes now. There it goes. Fantastic. Yeah. Awesome. See, I know you. <laughs> I know you. <laughs> so does God. Let me just pray. Just see you with a battering ram in your hands. And you've been ramming away on this castle that you've been trying to get into. Ramming and ramming and ramming away. In prayer, fasting, intercession, ramming away in the spirit. And you think it hasn't changed anything. You think those gates are completely shut. You think they're completely locked. But you can't see the splintering timbers behind the gates. You can't see that that bar that has been blocking has begun to crack. You can't see that that bar that has been blocking has started to already splinter up. You can't see the cracks in the brickwork that are running around the gate. You can't see the soldiers on the other side already abandoning their posts. You can't see fear that is already sitting inside from the enemy because you keep battering away with that ram of faith. You keep battering away with that ram of prayer and intercession. And God says, don't stop battering away it's about to break open before you says the Lord those timbers are about to shatter and the light is about to come into where darkness ruled and freedom is about to come in where persecution reigned and hope is about to come in where hopelessness ruled Father right now in the name of Jesus Christ I speak life and strength into this lady that as she prays as she prays Father right now she will pray with the anointing, the power of God that is not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord God of hosts in Jesus' name. Chris and Vicky, can I just pray for you guys? Pastor Alan, can I just get you to join me?
Awesome. Well, in the service as we're worshipping, I got the scripture and I knew straight away it was for you guys. And um, I'll just share it because it's just what I believe is for, for you guys as leaders. This shall be a sign to you. You shall eat this year as such as grows of itself. And in the second year, what springs from the same. And also in the third year, sow and reap. Plant vineyards and eat the fruit of them. I feel like you're about to hit three years of growth. Three years of growth. You shall eat this year such as grows of itself. In the second year, what springs from the same. And in the third year, sow and reap and plant vineyards and eat the fruit of them. God has prophetically opened a door for you. The land you have taken the building that you've decided to, to, to lease and to, to move into is part of the plans of God. It's just eat whatever comes of itself this year. I just see it coming. I just see, see hope that you've, you've fought, you felt on the journey that you, it wasn't over yet, it wasn't over yet, it wasn't over yet. There was pressure all around, but it wasn't over yet, and you're starting to see. And God says just continue to go in faith, continue to believe in faith. Do you have anything you want to add to that? I just thought it was for our church. Incredible. Yeah, I just feel like there's just like as a whole C3 movement in South Australia, like I just can see the wind of heaven coming upon um, everything that we've sown as a whole community C3 churches. And, and just for your church as well, I can just see like, I really can see just like incredible strength and just breaking out. People just like catching it and just working with you and just like the strength of the team behind you is just pushing you mm. into another realm, Lord. And I thank you for that today in Jesus' name. We declare that in 2017. Thank you, Lord God. Lord, the, the reaping, Lord. Thank of you, the, Jesus. All the seeds that have been thank sown, you, Lord. God, Lord. Right we now. pray, Lord, for the thank Lord, you, Lord um, God, right now. like just people's hearts thank being you, Lord, turned right now, um, to the Lord. Lord, I thank right you, Lord, now, for this whole now. team, Lord, that there was such joy. Name. In this Jesus year name. and the future years, Lord, is just name. such momentum coming up. In Jesus Lord, just name. washing over and flooding name. over them, Lord. In Jesus Thank name. you, Lord, for incredible in breakthrough. In Jesus' name. Church, I want you to put your hands out towards them. I see three specific rivers. The first river is the river of healing. I see great healing flowing through you. Physical, mental, spiritual, emotional. I see people with great depression, PTSD coming and getting freedom and hope under your ministry. Um, it's quite specific. I see healing. The second river is I see finance. I don't know why you need finance, but I think you're going to buy a building one day, but I just see finance, a river of finance coming. And God says, use that wisely and make sure you get all that locked and crossed and dotted and thing. And it's not an opportunity for you to go out and buy an Audi or, that or whatever, you know, or BMW or whatever. But it's actually an opportunity for you to, to just... Just put aside and let that be God. And the third thing is I see a river of souls. So three specific rivers. Healing, finance, souls coming upon this church. Father, in Jesus' name, Father, we ask you to bless them. Bless them financially. Father, bless them as a couple financially, Lord God. 
Bless them as a couple financially, Lord, and health-wise, Lord God. Let health and healing be their strength this year. Father God, as they stretch, as they release, as they equip, as they empower, Father God, I thank you, Lord God. Father, let that, just the freedom of that come upon them. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, church. So great to be here today. God bless you. I know you're going to have a fantastic year. Thanks, Chris Vicky. Awesome. Give Pastor Jude a big hand. Woo.